Hello, and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. We certainly hope you had a great holiday season and a smashing beginning to year 2022. We took a little bit of time off. Because life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest. If you're not getting paid to pod, who really fucking cares? Who, who, what incentive do we have to do this on a strict schedule? None. That's right. Absolutely none. We record when we want to record. We release when we want to release. Boom. Deal with it. (laughs) I wish that those like sunglasses could have just come down and landed on your (laughs) eyes as you said that. Uh, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we're off holiday movies. We're going to talk about a 2000s classic today. Is it 2000s? I didn't look up the facts. Yeah, it's it's 2000s. And I really kind of want to get down to it because I have to talk about this drink. Okay. So I want to suspend all talk. (laughs) Minerva didn't last very long in your lap. No, she was being a dick. (laughs) Um, until we get the facts and this drink. All right. Um, let me get the facts up. The movie that we are doing this week is an oldie, but a goodie. It is the rom-com classic, (laughs) Kate and Leopold. It came out, oh yeah, 2001. Mm -hmm. And it stars Meg Ryan, Hugh Jackman, Leave Lev Leave Schreiber. How do you say his name? I don't think I've ever had to like really say his name. I think Leave 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 Schreiber. Okay. Uh, and Brecken Meyer and Bradley Whitford and Natasha Lyon Lyon. We should know this because we did have her in another movie. Yeah. Well, but it's alas, like, it's like you said, we don't get paid, so. <laughs> um it was directed by james mangold that's a really strong name and very viking yeah he also helped write the screenplay and so did stephen rogers not to be confused with captain america thanks for clarifying that but i bet you captain america loves a good rom-com absolutely Mm, he might get sad uh i don't think he could last with about time (laughs) Probably not. No one can last for a spell time, though. True. Uh, so the drink we're drinking with this today is called the Duke because the Duke. he's a Duke. Um, also could have been drank with Bridgerton. Ooh, yeah. So it's a really strained recipe. It's a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of maraschino liqueur, a half fluid ounce of triple sack, and a whole egg. Like, not an egg white. No, it's a whole egg. You only put the egg white in there. You bet I did. I think I knew that because I looked at two of these recipes and the first one, the one I didn't send to you, said a whole egg. What the fart? So mine has yolk in it. Okay. So And then you fill the, you fill a champagne flute with 
um, champagne. I went with the bigger glass because I didn't think there'd be enough room for as much champagne as you would need. Okay. I am so curious. I'm, I fucked up. So the problem is the amount of froth yes. that happened with this. And I'm going to send you my pictures. I took two. I wasn't going to, but then I was like, what the fuck? She's waiting for me. She needs to understand <laughs> what was happening. So this is like my first time trying to pour it. And I believe, yes, you can see. And then let me send you my second time. The second one I, I want to say is a real action shot. <laughs> oh, wow. So you it was a ton of foam. Yeah, and I don't know if it's from the um, the yolk, too. So the second picture happened after I was spooning out all of the foam because I literally had, like, a quarter inch of liquid in my cup, and I went to pour more. I was like, oh, it's not going to foam that bad again. Psych. Yeah. It did. Huh. So, yeah, so I don't know. I'm really interested. I ca- I've never seen... A cocktail with a full egg, yolk mm-hmm. and all. What? So this is why whenever you sent me this drink yesterday night, you were like, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do it. And you were like, let's persevere. It's so different. It is. There's a fucking yolk in it. Oh, geez. Maybe so. it'll be like rocky, though, and you're going to be like really strong. And then after my second one, whenever I do a real egg, I'm going to be like really strong and will jog a lot of stairs. I did do my ab workout today. Good for you. On, online because I wasn't driving and that's like the salt trucks didn't come down our street for a while. So it's like I cannot same. pull out. For those of you, I mean, this is going to be released later in January. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it's January 6th and, you know, we're expecting a snow, a snowpocalypse here. They call it an impact day on WTAE. An impact day. An impact day. The majority of the city is supposed to get less than two fucking inches. So let's calm down with the impact day. It's just, it's shitty timing because it started at rush hour. Man, I'll tell you what, Pittsburgh just handles snow so poorly. And especially since it happens every year. Yes, we should be used to this by now. It's not like fucking Virginia and what they had to deal with. Right. Okay. The whole time I was watching that Virginia fiasco, I kept thinking, like, where are they going to the bathroom? There, I saw someone address that. They they shielded as best they could outside of their cars. What are you going to do? You can't go in your car. Mm -mm. Unless you have, like, a bottle or something. But... I just hope that there was no, like, I know there probably was, because let me tell you, if I was in that situation, there'd be nervous poops galore. Oh, yeah. So maybe it just got, like, all buried in the snow and what stays on I-95 or what happens on (laughs) I-95 in the snow stays on (laughs) I-95. I'm sorry that people had to go through that. It sounded awful. Okay, let's take a drink of this. Wait, really quick. I want to mention one more thing. I'm sorry. So in the picture, it was red. Yes, I noticed that. Maraschino liqueur. is clear. 
Unless it's um, like Joaquin's. Oh, I maybe Joaquin's is red. It might be because we used Luxardo. I'm, I'm assuming you used that too. I did. Yeah, and it's clear. I was anticipating, like, I was pouring it and stuff, and I was like, this isn't going to be a fun red color, so maybe next time I'll do grenadine because I personally even like the taste of grenadine better. Yeah, I don't I don't like Luxardo. <sighs> yeah, so next time I'm going to tweak mine with a full egg. <laughs> okay. And grenadine. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Not good from your face. Mine's like super sour. Oh. <coughs> oh no. <coughs> I just choked on my own spit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would see you brought a snack. Take a bite of your snack. <laughs> I pressed the mute button. Oh, that worked out well. Nice. Mine's super sour. Maybe mine's sour, but I don't notice because I just really like sour things. Aside from the Luxardo, you remember how I told you the last time I went to the Duquesne Club, the bartender there changed my life with his um, French 75 tip? Yes. He put in a tiny splash of orange juice. Mm-hmm. That's what this tastes like minus the Luxardo. Mm. And I like it. I don't know if I'm down for that. I really like this so far. Well, good for you. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens next drink, but. I'm going to, like, I was precise with my measurements, mm-hmm. but I always have, like, a little spillage. So Same. maybe I have too much lemon juice. So I'll have to try it. My Nutella and Go is really going to go well with this drink. It seems like a dessert beverage. Yes. Sour and hazelnut. <laughs> Delish. All right. Let's get the summary. Okay. This movie is about a duke that gets transported from his time of 1876 to 2001 through a crack in time. And he ends up falling in love with a modern woman. I really feel like that's it. It's pretty succinct. It is. Okay, before we get into this, do you want to talk about anything else? I just need to get to the drink. Yeah, um, I want to talk about our terrible snow impact day grocery shop that we did today oh. and how we're children and we got hot dogs, frozen pizza, tons of chips and dip and cookies. <laughs> and now we're ready. And I spent $140 at the liquor store the day before. <laughs> For the impact day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't buy anything today. I'm going to go out tomorrow when my kid's at school. and But I did go get gas in the van. And I went to Costco per use. And it was like gas was, it was the last day. Last day for gas. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there were like eight cars in every single oh, line my God. to get gas. I was like, guys, it is max three inches today for us. Like, calm down. Conversely, I passed the BJ's that just opened up. And there was, do you know about this? 
No. So we just got a wholesaler closer to us called BJ's. And it's like oh. this in the same vein of Costco and Sam's Club. And James was like, look, I'm sure the parking lot is super crowded. And I looked, there weren't any lines for gas. And I was like, maybe, maybe we should join. <laughs> maybe. And I guess this is where we are in life, that this is what excites us. What? Oh, you have to go and see what it's like in there. I know, because apparently they have a ton of really good like liquor and beer, too. What? Yeah, that's that what that's what the inside scoop Blanche went. And she she was sending snaps the whole time and it looked like a magical place. That's bullshit. I well, know. We'll cr- We'll cross shop. You can come to my class. I can go to your BJ's. There's a special right now that will be ended by the time we release this. So don't even think about getting in on my special. (laughs) I think it's like sign up for $55 and you get like a $40 like credit or something like that. And that seems like a no brainer. So I think I'm going to do it. And then that'll be like my fun time this weekend. I love (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you go tomorrow. (laughs) Go tomorrow because the weekends at those places are crazy. So you'll see from the picture that I posted that um, I haven't put away any Christmas decor and my house is like a bomb blew up. So I was like, I have no place to take this drink picture. Let's do it outside. It's beautiful outside. And it is. But now the snow that was like caked on here uh, is melting <laughs> but yeah it is um that's annoying to me because then your drink doesn't sit flat mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um would you like to talk about anything uh i just want to talk about like streamed the witcher got through that big thumbs down for me I think you were too hard on it. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not saying it was as good as season one, but I think it gets a pretty good in my book. It was a waste of time. You're a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was a waste of time. And I won't say why, because it's still relatively new. Waste of time. Email us. Yes, please, dear God, email us your thoughts on The Witcher, because I'm so curious to see what people actually think. And I saw like a lot of mixed reviews on Google where it was like stumbles through, but then I saw a lot of improved from season one. Oh, so I'm very curious to know what like lay people think who don't work in the industry. Yes. Like, um, like also, us. oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I just wanted to say it seemed like it, it, I know a lot of seasons typically have like a build-up episode what am i trying to say like uh that's what it is it's like building up to the climax yeah and i felt like that's all the season was it was just like one long build-up season when you have eight episodes you are not allowed to have seven build-up episodes i'm sorry but how good were the monsters the monsters were fantastic. They were really good. I will say the CGI in this one was better. I mean, it wasn't bad last season, but you could tell. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Um, there was only one 
and I can't remember what it was. There was only one scene where I was like, oh, the, they're on a green screen right now. Can I tell you what's <clears throat> not CGI and what's not fake and what I can't stop looking at? What? Henry Cavill's ass. Like, it is. <laughs> like, I'm not like an ass girl, but like, there's something about it that's like hypnotic. They always zoom in on it and watch him walk away. Oh, that's what I've noticed. I know, and I watch him walk away too. <laughs> Hate to see you go, but love to watch you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> it's those leather pants. They're like just tight. They're not like too tight. I, I still know. search for some little bulges though, because they are tight enough where you're like, maybe I can get a little. Maybe I can get a little something, something just poking through just to see what we're working with. <laughs> nope. But now nah, he's fantastic. I, I don't mean to sexualize him. with him. Exactly. Because yeah. he's just a great guy. Yeah, he's, he does seem like it. Do you know where I got that line from? The hate to see you go, but love to watch you walk away. I don't. Face off. <laughs> What? Face off? Yeah. <laughs> How you remember the dialogue in that detail? I think it was just so wild at the time that it's really imprinted on me. Uh-huh. Oh, man, what a great movie. Is it imprinting on you as much as Cobra Kai is? Similar. Has. No, probably Cobra Kai more. I just we watched the first like two and a half episodes it's so good it really is how do they manage to keep up with this fantastic storyline and fights again and again and you said it and I didn't believe you until I saw some of the flashbacks but Karate Kid 3 looks wild I it was on Netflix. I wonder if it still is on Netflix because I might have to give it a watch. I found Karate Kid 2 to be overall pretty boring, except for like the live or die, man, thing that happens. I don't, I'm, I remember enjoying it when I was little, but I haven't watched it in at least 28 years. Yeah. So I can't say either way. I remember the typhoon <laughs> yeah. and those little drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, Cobra Kai season four is just bringing it. Um, you just you just don't know how they're going to keep topping the fight scenes. And they do. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the banter is phenomenal. <sighs> Great chemistry. Mm hmm. I would love to do a Cobra Kai episode. Hmm. We'll see. TB TBD. Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence just have the greatest chemistry. And now that they're working together, not a spoiler because it was in the last season. It's just amazing. They're the real bromance. They really are. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And... Johnny Lawrence is still hot. He still got it. He sure does. William Zabka. Yeah. Way to go. Good for you. Also, what's his name? Is it Cholo? Or Zolo? 
I don't know. I don't know the Mexican pronunciation. Leave Bolo. I'm terrible at pronunciations. Me too, obviously. It is. Where is it? Holo. No. Low. Zolo. It is Zolo. Yeah. What a sweet The pronunciation name. says Z-O-W-L-O-W. What a sick ass wait, name. Wait, 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 wait. Zolo. Mm-hmm. That was right. That's so Yay. good. Go me. Oh, now I can do leave and we'll all know. Yes. Here we go. Oh, boy. That doesn't have a handy little thing here. I'll just go to YouTube. Pronouncenames.com. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Leave Schreiber. Leave Schreiber. You're right. You're great at pronunciation. Thank you. <laughs> you were right on the money. But yes, I feel a little weird because like these stars are so young, but Zolo and Tanner are just really cute. Have you seen, though, the Netflix picture that pops up with Tanner Buchanan in it? No. I think it's because like all of our apps pop up at the bottom of the screen. It is way too much. It's like Tanner Buchanan backlit with like a 14 pack outlined in like neon blue. Wow. Wow. He's just like a stream bean. I mean, he's super cut. (laughs) It's just just ridiculous. All right. We ready to get down to it? Let's get down to it with Kate and Leopold. All right. Time traveling classic. Unbelievability. Can we just say yes to our knowledge, we cannot time travel. Is it believable? No. But we're, we're not going to talk about it again. Yes. Dig it. Okay, great. Having said that, why don't you go ahead and get us started? <clears throat> I like the build up. Thank you. Okay. My very first one, early on. I found it kind of crazy that Leopold was chasing Stuart. Like, would you just all of a sudden decide to chase a stranger? Yes. I think you that would? was believable. Yeah. Okay. He's like a man of action. He's an inventor. He saw him twice that day. Like, and I think that would be too big of a coincidence for someone who pays attention like he does. Fair now, point. having having said that... I'm going to jump on to this. Leave Schreiber sucked at being sneaky. That's what was unbelievability. You were going back in time and fucking with the whole world's timeline by doing that. You Gotta need go to back in time. Get your shit together. Stop taking pictures with your little thing. Dress a little better better like wear a fucking wig so you can blend in i don't think anybody was wearing wigs i actually was gonna say his hair was super short yeah i thought he wasn't dressed terribly like i think he was not i don't know it's hard because you see both of them and the apartments look so big and nice for new york city Mm -hmm. but i don't know how well off leave was I 
I'll agree with you for like, I think he was dressed okay when they were out looking at the Brooklyn bridge to go to that ball. I think he really stuck out there. Yes. Okay. Now this wasn't an original note, but I'm going to put, add this on now since it's here. Remember how hard it was for Kate to get into that ball at the end? Yeah. <laughs> Yet Lou Shriver just like walked right on in the first time. That's because he was just dressed so appropriately. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what his deal was with that. I I don't know. Maybe- so I just I found it problematic how he really didn't fuck with the fact that he was or he didn't care about it that he was messing with the future. Well, as we see in the in the end, he was meant to go back so she could go back. And he was meant to come forward so she could go with him. Right. And if that wouldn't have happened, that's what would have messed with the future. Exactly. But I still think Stuart should have just been a little bit more <laughs> Like what? If, what happens if those pictures get out? Those pictures were developed by like just <laughs> photo developer. Maybe he could just be like, "Oh yeah, it was a cosplay thing." That's right. In two thousand two, because those existed back then. Yeah, I bet you they did. Like yeah, a Renaissance. Probably. I guess it's not Renaissance. It's eighteen seventy six. That's not Renaissance. But the same idea. Yes. Same idea. Okay. You got one? So this is more of a question. And I was under the impression that it was actually illegal to do this. I didn't think you could use the fire escapes that way. Like to just travel up and down. I have no idea. And she had like a chair on hers. and She treated it like a balcony. Yeah. And I really did think that was illegal. I thought... It was expressly for fire safety. If you were familiar with fire escape laws, please email us at toastaromcoms at gmail.com. Very curious. Mm-hmm. Is that believable? Can people just sneak a love seat out onto a fire escape and chill like that every night? Can they go up and down to their ex-boyfriend's apartment <laughs> over and over again? <laughs> How did that happen, by the way? I don't know. Into last four years. Yeah, like, then the question is, did they own those apartments before they got together and then just, like, kept them throughout the relationship? Or did they just happen to buy apartments in the same building afterwards? Four years. I would think you'd be living together at some point, but. I think the exact same thing. And if you're not, then maybe there's something like a little not right. Hence, I guess, them not being together. Bingo. So, one of my unbelievabilities ties into the director's cut. Did you read the facts? I did not, actually. Okay. So, there is a director's cut that is seven minutes longer. And something that changed... Because my unbelievability was he just happened to have an encyclopedia of all royals in his apartment. Like, I just didn't believe that. But apparently, 
Stuart and Leopold were related somehow, and Stuart was a descendant of Leopold. Hence, Stuart went back in time to directly find him. Hence, him being at the ball and stuff. Now, can anyone spot the problem with this storyline? It kind of fucks with... I don't know. So, if Leopold and Kate get together... Uh, Oh! So she, like, fucked her great, 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 great. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why they cut that out. That's why they cut that out. Makes sense. But apparently they're, it's still in somehow, or the implication is there in the director's cut. Because I thought it made sense. Like, that made a lot more sense to me, like, why he was following Hugh Jackman around. But then they pointed that out, and I was like, oh, eek. Yeah, that's a good point. Nobody likes incest of any kind. <laughs> it's okay to... You know, fuck brothers and things like that. Because that happens a lot. What? Are you talking about Game of Thrones? No. I'm taught, like, when a girl does one brother and then goes with the other brother. That was so confusing. I did not get that. I think it's your turn to drop an unbelievability. Okay. It really bothered me how... When her and Stuart were talking on the phone, Stuart is Liev Schreiber's character, that she said she blew her best years on him, and he said those were your best, and she got so offended that he had a comeback. Bet you started it. She did start You it. said something insulting, and then you can't handle it when he dishes it back? That's bullshit. You cannot do that. So that's my unbelievability. Don't dish it if you can't take it. I do find that's it. not unbelievable more than it's just a life lesson. I yeah. Guess. Okay. I was going to say it doesn't seem really unbelievability because it's emotional and yeah, you say shit. Mm hmm. Um, I find it. Okay. So now we're fast forwarding to whenever Stuart is in the psych ward of the hospital. Then, then let me say one more thing that ties into that. Okay. It also really bothered me that she had run a bath and then just went to bed and turned the lights off without getting in the bath or draining the bath or washing her face or putting on PJs or anything. There is a serious lack of washing faces at the end of the night in a movie. (laughs) There really is. And yet their skin is perfect. It's amazing. Science. So it really, this is completely off topic. I kept talking to bernard when we were watching the witcher i was like yes we get it siri has great eyelashes can we now take the fake ones <laughs> off she is training here <laughs> every scene she had on these huge fake eyelashes stop they're not real we know it i just couldn't stop being amazed at like i, I just found it so wild that they gave her eyebrows this season I think that's why, like, I had to look up and make sure that was the same person. I think that's why. Me too. Me too. And I think that they made her look older too. Maybe. Well, it's been two years. Yeah. Maybe it was the makeup and stuff too. But the eyebrows were really messing me up. Mm. Okay. Sorry. No, it's great. Um, I... 
Psych ward. Yes, psych ward. I thought it was kind of unbelievable that the nurse had that sedative in her pocket ready to go because to my knowledge, that's not really a thing. You have to have a doctor order for that and you have to call down to the pharmacy and you have to have that delivered to you or grab it out of the drug box. So to be fair to your point, I believe she was wearing like the little white nurse's hat and like the skirt and everything too, which was not going on in the 2000s. Mm, Full scrubs. Yeah. I don't want no scrubs. My daughter loves that song now. That's amazing. Yeah. She'll say, this is my favorite part. When she goes, no, no, I don't. Because that's my favorite part. (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) What a cool kid. Mm. I know she's having a little bit of an emotional time. It's full crisis mode. Yeah. You can drop her so, off here tomorrow if you want. Okay, we'll be there. Uncle James knows how to get by that. <laughs> Just don't want to ask her to wash her hands. So weird because she's such a neat child. Like she mm-hmm. loves washing her hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Um, Yeah, that's a great point about the needle, like the sedative in her pocket. Um, I I didn't realize they had skipped over the whole, like, he's getting admitted to the psych ward thing. So when I saw that scene, I was like, why can't he just make a phone call? What's the big fucking deal? And then you see him later in the psych ward. I'm like, oh, okay. He wouldn't be. So, but I also think there wouldn't be a phone in that room. Yes. If that was the case. Yes. I I don't know. That whole part was just kind of crazy to me. Like, they would have done tests and stuff like that. I don't know if they would have had – I mean, I guess if he took his life, they have to keep you for, what is it, like 72 hours or something. I might have just pulled that out of my ass. But – I don't know. I found that whole situation generally unbelievable. And the fact that his psychiatrist was like eating a snack during their session. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, it's it's again, like you have to think, is Stuart dumb enough to be spouting off the, at the mouth while he's getting his leg in a cast that he found a crack in time and jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge. And then, like, that's why the elevators are on the wacky level thing. Fritz. Um, so is he really dumb enough to be doing that? Good call. That was a bad play on his part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I tell you that this was terrifying? Um, remember how Kate, um, her elevator got to her floor and it was like half on the floor, half not on the floor. Um, at my yes. college. Yeah, my college too. Yeah. Happened all the time. All the time. And yeah. I'm glad in, what was it, nine years they didn't fix it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was still that way. It wasn't quite that bad, but there was one building uh, in particular. It was always towers? like two to three feet yeah. higher or lower. Was it Towers? I don't remember. Because you were you were in Towers, right? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll bleep it out. But 
It was. Uh, it does. It doesn't matter. Towers was always the main offender. I thought it was Rochester. That was a class, like a a built class building. Yeah, Rockwell. Rockwell. That was mm, the one past the creepy Jesus mm-hmm. on the crucifix. Mm-hmm. That was Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They moved that statue, by the way. I don't know where it went, but it's not there anymore. Mm. His face was just... Yep. And his weird body proportions, too. I did not like walking past that. No. And then there was, like, that whole thing where if you stepped in the innermost circle, you would fail all your finals. Oh, I never heard that. That was, like, our little... um, Superstition? Thank you superstition uh yeah those elevators it was so weird just to have to like uh, like lift yourself up Uh uh-huh you would think it's not strictly legal i mean you would think that if you're paying almost fifty thousand dollars a year (laughs) that they could really maybe take some out of the landscaping and put it to the buildings that was always my thing. They were always so fucking up on that landscaping. I don't know if it was like that when you were there. It was, but let's take that a step further. You couldn't pick better trees than those like cumberries everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, the cum trees. You smelled that shit with you once it was on your shoe. It was disgusting. <sighs> Every single spring, you're just like, it's all people talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pear trees. Mm-hmm. They stink. So weird. I don't... Is it? God. I don't... It's weird because our parents always had them in the yard and I never smelled it. I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because our brother was talking about putting some in his yard and I was like, don't do it. You'll be out at the pool smelling... I think I spelled it because someone was by me. Wow. Um, Coom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we digress. Back to the just a touch. I do think that's a really big fear, though, getting stuck in an elevator. I feel like I would panic very fast. Anywho, (laughs) after the meeting. Kate goes outside at work and Hugh Jackman's there and JJ comes up behind her and kisses the back of her head. What? So disgusting and inappropriate. You're at a job. You just had a business meeting and the placement of that kiss, like so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. Why is he always a douchebag? I don't know if he was in The Handmaid's Tale. He was in The Handmaid's Tale, and I think he was, like, a okay guy. But that I stopped watching after that, so maybe I'm wrong. I like him as an actor, but he always plays a douche. Mm-hmm. Real bad guy. Like a weaselly guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was even a weasel in, um... <sighs> the Babysitter. Don't fuck with the Babysitter movie. Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, he was yeah. the boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know what's happening to my brain, but... Yes, but that was very weird. 
And Leopold's reaction to him being like, you need a chaperone. I got it. Uh, Yes, absolutely. But having said that, unbelievable how quickly he overcomes that. He's alone with Kate all the time. Kissing, making out, laying in bed with her. You're telling me that this guy with those ingrained habits is just going to be like, whoosh, out the window with those? No, unbelievable. Dude, I think they boned. No, they didn't. There was that morning she woke up and she didn't have clothes on in bed. I don't think so. I literally wrote down. Leopold would never. I said the Duke bones, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because there was a very big scene where he's making her breakfast and she wakes up and she doesn't have clothes on in her bed. And she always goes to bed with clothes on. Oh, I got to, did Kate and Leop, and it goes, did Kate and Leopold sleep together? Popped right up. Yes. What does it say? We need to the know. The only slightly suggestive scene in this romantic, innocent love story shows a clothed Leopold and Kate asleep in bed together. Although his arm is around here, it's apparent that no sex occurs. No. Then why did she wake up naked? Why would they show that scene? It was after their dinner. So I just, I've opened it up another one. I noticed that after the romantic night, Kate wasn't wearing anything in bed. Let's see. This bothered me too. Leopold, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wow. This is a really in-depth chat thread. <laughs> I love it. We need to know. We need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> she was wearing her pajamas. No, she wasn't. Maybe the bottoms, but not the top. I'm sorry. I'm just looking. I think it's up to interpretation. Well, my interpretation is that they boned. And my interpretation is that they didn't. I think the Duke fucks. Like, um, the Duke from Bridgerton. Inconclusive. I think he fucks. I think he doesn't. Email us. We got lots of questions, guys. Have you watched Kate and Leopold? Email your thoughts. (laughs) Toasteromcoms at (laughs) gmail.com. Dying to know. Did they bone? Did they bone? What else do we want to know? Um, we wanted to know about fire escapes Mm, mm -hmm. and there was something else. Don't remember. Oh, thoughts on the Witcher. Yep. Thoughts on the Witcher. Great. Okay. So, um, I feel like I went last. Where did you go? Um, I thought it was unbelievable that she chased after the guy who stole her bag. I was wondering the same thing. I didn't know if that was normal in New York City. If your purse gets snatched, do you like automatically go after the guy? I I was wondering about that. I found it unbelievable that the horse and buggy guy gave Leopold the horse like no big deal. Like, okay, this guy's gonna, he's wearing odd clothing. He'll return this horse. He talks a mean game about horses. He'll bring him back. <laughs> That's right. He did. He did. Um, yeah, so 
So I didn't think that would happen. Yes, I thought that whole scene was very unbelievable. Like, I was just smelling my Nutella. Didn't smell good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I also, I guess that's the first time Kate starts seeing him like as a man. Oh. And not just an inconvenience. I thought it was the first time she saw him as what he says he is. You think she was attracted to him before that? I don't. I don't know, but I do think it's the first time that she, maybe maybe that was the key to the attraction, whether he was telling the truth or not about being like from 1876, because I think that that was like her moment where she was like, I think this guy is who he says he is. But then she says later on that she doesn't believe him. That's why he gets real offended and just huffs off back to 1870 fucking six. You still not believe me to be the man I say I am. I think that was her talking herself out of what. So you think she actually believed he was from 1876? Yes. Do you want to know why now or do you want to know why later? I want to know why later. Okay. What's your next unbelievability? Murphy's head is just so big. He has a really big noggin. If he were, if we were in Beethoven, he'd be in trouble. <laughs> oh no! He I'm would just saying. Be. I know it's really sad. Poor guy. He's such a good boy. He's all right. Is he licking? Uh, what's that? Is he licking? Yeah, I could hear Stop it. it. <laughs> Okay, um, next one. <laughs> this is such a small thing, but I'll read you verbatim my question. Where the everlasting fuck did he find a feather for that quill? Yes, where <laughs> indeed? And it's not just like a pigeon feather. It is like a foot and a half. It's like a fucking eagle feather. (laughs) Where did it come from? (laughs) I wish it would have been a pigeon feather because that at least would have been like kind of believable. But he's like shaving it down with a knife. He uses like 20 pens to get the ink. (laughs) Instead of just using a pen. I love that he made the connection like, oh, this is where the ink comes from. I have to drain it. There's a little pointy tip at the end that I could possibly use, but no, (laughs) doing the work. He needs to really, like, the inventor of the elevator can't use the pen. He's got to use a quill. (laughs) He can use the microwave, the toaster, and the dishwasher, not a fucking pen. You have to draw the line somewhere. He gets a fucking cars. He's so adaptable. Couldn't believe how adaptable this guy was. It took him all of 10 minutes to get over it. Yeah. Up until Viola Davis addressed him as the police officer. He was just in awe. I could not believe that that was Viola Davis. Could not believe it. And I looked at her face and I was like, oh my God. It's just crazy. Small world. 
stole the show even in that little bit part back then. Heck yeah. She's great. <laughs> Pick up the poop. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. All right, your go. Oh, I guess you went with the quill. Okay. Would you be able to walk across a girder and then jump off of a bridge to get to the love of your life back in a crack in time? I think it would depend on how much I trusted Stuart. Interesting. I gotta say, for me, it'd be a hard no. <laughs> I don't care what's happening. You're, you're fucking up the future. I don't Oop. care. I would have fallen to my death as soon as I put my foot on that girder. Really? Yeah. If I see that height and I get on there, I'm going to get all wobbly. Oh, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I don't think... I think maybe the... And also, another factor to think of is the wind. Ooh, bad. It's all bad. So that, that's something to think about. Also, leaving your family forever. Like, it was just her brother. And you're just my sister. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I just uh, don't think I could leave. I couldn't leave you. But apparently, I know where your heart lies. You dick. In 1876. <laughs> With Hugh Jackman's perfect hairy chest. <laughs> oh. Do you think he he has to trim it? Because pubic hair doesn't grow that short. What, what now? Well, chest hair. It's pubic hair. Right? I, like it grows like under your arms. That's pubic hair. It's all pubic hair because it grows with puberty. Okay. I just thought but it, it was just called pubic hair because it was on your pubic bone. Like your nether regions. Email us. <laughs> Alice is going to like text us and be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Wow. Uh, two di- very different interpretations of pubic hair. But, like, it's longer, so it it doesn't just fall out when it's short and not curly. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't either. Can I stop, please? <laughs> my, basically, my point was that he had great chest hair. Yes. Um, I don't know if he does shave it because he also had an X-Men because I just wanted to look up when this came out in relation to X-Men and care mm-hmm. to give a guess which came first. X-Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised about that. I don't think he shaves it. I think he trims it. So you can see the definition of his chest. And it's not like lying underneath a mat of hair. Okay. <laughs> he has a very impressive uh, filmography. He does. He does. Um, I was wondering where he was getting money for all the shit he was doing. How's he paying the violinist? How did he get a new velvet jacket? How did he buy the food for the dinner? I 
was wondering the same thing and thought he okay. just like found a stash of Stuart's money or something and was just using it. Okay, next question. How did Stuart make money? He was gone from his job for ages. We don't know what he did. He had like a piano, a shit ton of books, like random things in his apartment. What exactly was his fucking job? Yeah, who knows? So. I have Excuse me, no food idea. for thought. Yeah. Um, I think I'm done with unbelievability. Okay. Mm. New drink? Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Couple of, couple of observations slash questions. Did you think it was early for an engagement ring? <sighs> okay. So as a modern day girl, yes. But as a man from 1876, no. Okay. Fair enough. Right? I guess I can see that point. Did you think... Stewart's 30-second heartfelt speech was enough to make you renounce all the obligations of your job and help a guy break out of a psychiatric hospital. No. Not a chance. Unbelievable. I thought so as well. Unless she held some kind of attraction for them and they're like going to secretly date or whatever. Which I think we can all agree they are. Yeah. And then my last one. Stuart had to walk everywhere. How long exactly was he like in the hospital with this cast? He had a cane, but he walked fucking everywhere. At one point he was jogging. So that's a really good point. And I did make that observation. Like there, I I don't know where Kate works, but I was assuming it was Manhattan. And then they live in Brooklyn because the Brooklyn Bridge is there. Or do they live in Manhattan? Like, how how is this working? I don't know. Because that was the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, that was the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know. Like, obviously, it's attached to Brooklyn. But I don't know where it's located in terms of, like, neighborhoods and... It's gotta be, like, the fucking farthest walk ever from, like, Manhattan or... I don't I don't know. I don't have that much New York knowledge. <laughs> I've never been to Brooklyn. I just don't know if it's doable or not. See, I don't think they lived in Brooklyn. I think they lived in Manhattan. Okay. And then they just would, like be by the bridge mosey along yeah that was my feeling okay now i'm ready for a new drink great all right this time i'm gonna do the the full yolk leg and yeah i salmonella here we come oh baby it's gonna be great yep phone's in (laughs) no i didn't All right, so um, I made adjustments, and now my drink looks like a creamsicle, which is very deceiving. This is yes. what it looks like. So I tried to... I tried to work with the fizz a little bit more and I poured my champagne in over a spoon, wondering if that would help. 
It didn't. <laughs> um, just pouring slower helped. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's crazy. I did not have that problem, but I poured very, very little by little. <laughs> that is me pouring little by little. I don't know. You got some really reactive yolks. They are organic cage-free. I feel like our obstacles to our characters being together are pretty, you know, easy to pinpoint. Yes. And that would be... He is a man from 1876 and she's a woman from 2001. Yes. Time travel, notwithstanding just the social norms and whatnot, it's just, they're not compatible. It's also the she doesn't believe him factor. Yeah. At first. And I, I have a hard time with him expecting to be believed because he's a man of honor or whatever. Like, does he not understand how legit crazy it sounds to say I'm from 1876? It's real fucking weird with the yoke. It's real fucking weird. Did you strain it? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the difference, if you don't mind me asking? Taste. And um, it's, like, a lot heavier. Yeah, the, I, I could see that. Like, what's the taste difference? Can you taste the yolk? Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't care for it this way. It was so, so much better with just the egg white. It was very enjoyable with the egg white. And this is, like, a lot. It's, like, heavy. Yeah. I am not going to lie. I seriously contemplated not putting any egg in it. And I was like, no, it's for the pod. So I did it. But I had a serious no. I think if I if it wasn't the last egg in a carton, I wouldn't have done it. I really think you should have just tried the egg white just to like see. Because that was, like I said, it was very enjoyable with just the egg white. Let me yeah. take another swig here. It's definitely less sour this time around, so I think my proportions are more spot on. But it's still not my cup of tea. Yeah. The second sip wasn't as bad. Maybe it wasn't as shocking. It, it is. Gets, yeah. It's much prettier. After the first two drinks, I didn't have a hard time with it. Yeah, put all the champagne in there. It is completely necessary. Very interesting. I don't regret doing this drink. No, I don't either. Unless I get salmonella and then I will. Yeah, but you know how much raw eggs I've had in my life and I've never gotten salmonella. But they don't seem like raw eggs when they're in cookie dough. But they are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> the logic of that just doesn't hold up. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, 
So one of the giant eagles by our house sells like edible cookie dough. And it's expensive. Ours does too. It's like a rare treat that we get sometimes, but it's never the same as dough from New York City. It's- no, I wouldn't expect. Try making your own though, because well, it's quite easy to do without egg. I think I forget what it is instead of egg. It might just be milk instead of egg. I forget. But Bernard made it, and it was it was good. I I don't know. I just a lot of places have been popping up with it ever since Doe did, and it's just it's just not the same. Like it's just so good. There's your snowplow. Yep. That was loud. <laughs> it was real loud. I brought some back for you to try, right? Doe. Didn't we like smuggle it in our luggage on the plane and then we made you try it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I remember enjoying it. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, no. Uh, James got it for me for my birthday. He got some shipped. That's what it was. But we did smuggle some home from in our luggage once. We were like, it'll be okay. And it was. And it was. (laughs) And we had some for later. It was great. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So chemistry. So watching this now versus watching it 10 years ago or even 20 years ago, Meg Ryan's really fucking annoying. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't remember thinking that watching it like before, but now she's just really fucking annoying. Her... Like, I don't know if it's, like, being neurotic. There's just something about her mannerisms that I don't appreciate. And I think it wasn't there in When Harry Met Sally. Absolutely. She was charming in When Harry Met Sally, even though she was kind of a neurotic character. It worked. It, It didn't so much here. And I don't know were they if they were trying to make her what's the word I'm looking for? Like if they were trying to make her tough, like confrontational, like kind of like a I don't want to say masculine, but like a woman who can get shit done and it just didn't come across. Well, that goes into what JJ was saying. She's a woman, but she doesn't act like a woman. The whole skewing male, real fucking weird conversation. It was a weird conversation. And I think she was offended by it if I read her facial expressions, and she should have been. Mm-hmm. JJ was just an asshole. Let's just get that out there. He was really bad. Um, But yeah, I didn't buy her shtick in this movie. Too much, like, incredulous facial expressions and... Hi, Snowplow. Bye, Snowplow. Her her mannerisms were just quite rude. If Hugh Jackman wasn't cast as her opposite, this movie would not have been enjoyable. He really Mm. saved the movie. Mm -hmm. I think he was perfectly cast. 
I don't know who I would have cast to play opposite him. Sandra Bullock was a contender. That's the only name I saw. That would have been a good one. But I did think that her and her brother Charlie had good chemistry. Like, I didn't find their interactions annoying. I found him annoying at times. Really? The only time I found him annoying was when he was with his friends. And I think that was the point. I found him annoying when he was doing the impressions about the Mets game and trying to sell butter or whatever. I laughed. I did. I thought it, it was hilarious. I say, crikey. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was a little cringy. Yeah. Uh, I I like Breckenmeyer for some reason. Oh, I like him. I just thought he was overbearing at times. Was he in Can't Hardly Wait? Yeah. He Band? Looked, yeah. Okay. He wore like the, the pirate shirts. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that was the best part of that movie, like the band. Five, like less than five minutes of screen time. That was it. So depressing. <laughs> I know. They got together, they broke up, and then they got back together for a reunion tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Meg Ryan just didn't get it done for me in this movie. And I'm trying to think of the big stars of that time who could have possibly filled that role. And the only other thing that's standing out to me is Julia Roberts. But I'm probably not going far enough. I couldn't see her in that role. I'm trying to think of like 90s, not 90s, but like early thousand women. Right. Not a lot's coming to mind. Well, I think it depends on the age group. Like, you would have to have someone who was old enough to be considered for a VP in advertising. So it couldn't be someone in their early 20s, I don't think. Mm-mm. So that would eliminate a lot of people like Reese Witherspoon. Mm. And Kate Winslet, it, there was just a lot of people that I think would be too young. For some reason, Ashley Judd is coming to mind. You know why? Because we talked about doing someone like you and Ashley Judd's in that movie. I didn't know that. So that's just a fluke. How on earth? I swear to God, I didn't know that. What other movie have you seen her in? Double Jeopardy. I love that movie. It's a great movie. And now pick another one because you won't be able to. Um Can I can I look at her? No. You Damn it. <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> Wasn't she in um that Natalie Portman movie where uh, she gave birth yes, in Walmart? That we <laughs> I this is so strange, but I have such a vivid memory of watching that with you on 9/11. Absolutely, as do I. Isn't that so weird? Just and, that sticks out me, you and my college roommate sitting on the couch. Yeah. Like stunned silence. Yes. And so I always when that movie's on, I always watch it because I, I don't know, I can't pass it up cuz 
maybe it was like a comfort in that weird ass day. And so now it is too. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm so glad, I guess, that you remember that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Weird. And now like younger people just don't know. Like whenever 9-11 came around at work and like I work with a bunch of young kids, like 20s, they were like, mm, I wasn't old enough to remember it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, such is the passage of time. The fucker it is. Yeah. Uh, who said it? Nothing fucks you harder than time. Is that Davos? Or is <laughs> oh, that Braun? I think it's Braun. That sounds more like Braun than Davos. Yeah, I think it's Braun, but it really sticks with me. I think about it <laughs> like a lot of those today. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing that these are the things that stick in my memory. These stupid ass things that I just can't get out. <laughs> anyway, chemistry. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's the one who really pulled off this movie for me. For sure. Um, I will say I loved Kate's hair. It was very 2000-tastic. I hated it. That was like one of my first notes. I hate that stupid, choppy, layered look. It's so bad. I thought it was cute. It's the epitome of the time period and how much it had to be bobby pinned for that updo because it was just too short to do anything with. But yeah. they did it. Um. As far as chemistry goes, I I like their little, and it's not super severe, but it is a little bit of like enemies to lovers kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I like that too. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I love the horse, like that carriage scene where he takes the horse and he takes her hand and puts her on the back of the horse. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever I think she really starts to look at him in a different light. Yeah. Um, I think that she is the one who came with preconceived notions of him. Like you see her that first morning when um, Leopold wakes up and she just kind of takes charge and he rolls with it. But she's the one like, oh, who are you? I don't want you in my house. Why has he come to dinner? Like, she's the bitchy one. Mm -hmm. He's more go with the flow, even coming from 1876 and very polite and mannered and just sincere. Yeah. And maybe it's her advertising background in this movie. I don't know. But she doesn't come off like that. A very skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. And I also think it was like a little bit of a flip flop or meant to be a flip flop. How like when we see him at the ball in the beginning, he was the skeptical one. And then when he finally falls in love with her, she's the skeptical one. And it was meant to increase the tension, but it felt kind of flat. Yeah. I love the scene where... He goes to his old house and she comes with him. And I think that's the scene 
I, I think that's like a pivotal moment in their relationship. And he finds like he opens his like safe, like his his uh, hiding spot for all his like treasures and stuff like that. I, I, it was just such a good moment between them. And I don't know. I think it was very relationship building and she was really swayed in that moment. I think it's a good thing that the dinner at the end took place at his old house. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure she would have gone to the Brooklyn Bridge to go after him. I mean, she definitely wouldn't have made it in time. <laughs> <laughs> so practically speaking, it was necessary to this plot. <clears throat> I wonder what that house is in real life. I don't know. Um, I liked the rooftop dinner that they had. Yeah. I also loved the dinner that he interrupted with JJ and her. I thought that was excellent. Mm-hmm. The pissing contest and JJ thinks he's the shit and then comes to find out that, oh, wait, I'm not. Yes. And I, I don't know that without that scene, he would have given Kate... The promotion. I think Leopold kind of shamed him into it. Really? Mm-hmm. That's such an interesting take. Yeah, I think he was in it to get her into bed, string her along, make her think the promotion's coming, and that's it. And then after he gets put in his place, he comes to realize that she maybe doesn't deserve it, but he needs to save face by giving it to her. The bottom was real weird. There were like chunks. I don't know. Did you finish it already? Yeah. I mean, not the champagne. I still have like a little bit left of champagne. No. I haven't had anything to drink all day. I'm ready, girl. (laughs) And then I got some nice. Just getting started. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got a fridge full of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Is it really full? Do you have any openings in it? Yes. I was going to say there's probably 13 bottles and it can hold up to 18. You got to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) So now that I'm really thinking about the chemistry of it, there's not like a whole lot. I think we really highlighted the points where there's chemistry. The horse chase scene, JJ and the dinner the rooftop dinner, and going to his old house. No, I guess there's the breakfast scene where where they may or may not have slept together and he makes her breakfast. What about that whole day where they go on a date? Okay, that's fair too. And then <laughs> there was something else. There, uh, the fire escape cuddle Oh, I considered that the date day. What the fuck was I thinking? Oh, uh, when he goes to film the commercial, her like heartfelt speech at the end where he gets like a glimpse into who she truly Mm, is. Peddling pawn scum. Yes, because she hasn't been privileged and whatever. Mm. Yeah. That's when he runs off. No, no, no. They have the, it was a great weekend and maybe that's it in the cab. Yeah, and that was depressing. 
It was, but that's who she is. Are we ready to move on to moment they fall in love? I'm thinking. Because I got one. Do you think that if he had asked her to marry him in the cab, the, he she would have done it? No. I agree with you. She needed that contemplation. Okay. So then does your moment they fell in love have to do with the moment she like realized she had to go after him? No, actually. Okay. My moment they fell in love is when they dance on the rooftop. Really? Mm-hmm. And For they, both of them? I think it's like a joyful moment between them. Oh, maybe not him. His moment he falls in love with her. I don't know, but I think the moment that she falls in love with him is at the rooftop and they're dancing and they're so carefree. Then they have a moment when they look into each other's eyes and it's all nice. Um, for him, though, I don't know. I think it has to be before that. What happens before that? Well, oh, is it because oh, it's before him and Charlie go out because maybe he realizes it when they're talking. I think he realizes it when they're talking and Charlie starts giving him shit and then they go to the dinner and he realizes it then. I like that Charlie gave him shit, too. Yes. He needed to be called out. Because he's a duke. He's probably never been called out before except by his uncle who saw. <laughs> that was shocking actually <laughs> they were hard he slapped him and he goes I wash my hands of you <laughs> and another thing of this movie that sticks out and I like I say it out loud every time it's said out loud in the movie I don't want him ready I want him resplendent I love that line. I have it written. It's staring at me right now. <laughs> we need to find a way to use that in some kind of real world. Sentence. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we got to change the hymns to use. I don't want you ready. I want you resplendent. <laughs> it is a great fucking line. It's Uncle great. Uncle Millard, I think. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> I didn't know that that was his name. I just, yeah, I think that's his name. Just knew him as my uncle. Yeah. I don't think Kate realizes she loves him until she sees the picture of her back in time. I think she needed that piece of evidence to go there. Yeah. She needed evidence to take the leap. Okay, I agree with you there, but she did have underlying feelings. Yeah. And I think those underlying feelings were love that she realized on the rooftop <laughs> during the dance. <laughs> Can I just say, though, that engagement ring was not my cup of tea? Oh, I liked it. I didn't like the flower thing going around. I like the whole vintage look of it. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, do they stay together? Oh, I fucking hope so. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like back to the present. She's got to find that crack in time again. <laughs> he keeps finding her wet every evening because <laughs> she jumped in the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's pretty. But let me tell you this. And I kept thinking this. Like, it's one of my first notes. I, I want to read this to you. Okay. Every time I think about 1800s and before, I think how terrible periods must have been. Mm. My last note. Now her periods will be terrible and messy. Hope she brought tampons with her. <laughs> Seriously, like, that's all I think about. And, like, they even brought it up in Witcher. Like, have you even offered her cloths for her moons or something like that? Do you remember that in Witcher? Yeah, I do. And... I just think about it and like Game of Thrones and it just seems awful. Well, maybe every once in a while, Stuart takes a box <laughs> and throws it off the front bridge and keeps <laughs> her in the river to pick it up. <laughs> oh my God. I hope so because tampons won't have been invented for a very long time. That's right. I don't think it even existed when our mom was alive. No. Um, I remember her telling us about the belts. Like a, yeah. the belt that you strap a pad to somehow. And ugh. It was like an elastic thing that went around your waist. <sighs> yeah. And now I'm really into period panties. So that's a thing. It really, really has evolved. Really has. We'll never do a diva cup. I can't bring myself to do that, but period panties, that's a win. And environmentally nice. <laughs> the tampon was made in 1931. Betcha that wasn't safe then. That's a good question. Or a good observation. It was a man who did it? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a man who invented the bra? I don't know. But then a woman made the first commercial tampon brand, Tampax, using the guy's patented design. Tampax is still my preferred brand. It was mine, too. I like the pearl. Me too. And I know it's bad because there's a lot of plastic, but like the cardboard ones just get all, they like collapse and they pinch. Mm-hmm. You really need something. Sturdy. To glide in there nicely. To like, make sure it goes to the right place. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like a dick. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Please don't equate tampons to dicks. <laughs> if there's enough information out there, it's not work that way. No, I know. Um, yeah, the Tampax Pearl, that's where it's at. Oh my gosh, I remember mom had those weird OB ones where you like flipped it on your finger and had to. Those were the worst. 
I didn't use tampons until I was in college because those were my first experience and they were legit painful. Yeah, it's that was a wild ride. Yeah, I was like, I just can't do this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I found Tampax Pearl, but thank God I did. (laughs) (laughs) It was brutal. But I'm telling you, the cardboard ones, they're just not, they just don't do the job. They're so Mm -hmm. flimsy. Anywho. You're okay rubbing your eye a lot. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't have pink eye or anything. I think I perpetually have cat hair stuck in my eyes. No, lovely. Um, You're probably mildly allergic to your cat. That's very plausible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or it could be the inch of dust that I have on my fan. <laughs> I'll have to show you that. As I'll take a snap and send it to you. Every time I look at the ceiling fan in the bedroom, I'm like, should I? No. <laughs> have you ever cleaned it? Yes. Like I'm a, just a few times, maybe like once a year. That's about where I'm at. I don't know why it just seems so hard to do. It's because it's messy and I just changed the sheets, as you know. So I do the pillowcase thing. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I've done that, too. Yeah, my eye is really itchy, but it's not red. It's not. Yeah, you just got to take your contacts out. I don't have contacts in. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Such a good one. Oh, totally random. But you're a Red Baron person, right? No. What are you? DiGiorno? Typically, we do DiGiorno. We like the the outsiders. Yes. But I found um, Costco has like their Kirkland's brand, but they also have another brand that we tried and it wasn't bad. So Red Baron has this loaded pizza and it's like a little thick. It's not like a deep dish, but I want to say it's probably like an inch thick. It's so good. What's on it? I mean, there's like a cheese lovers. There's a pepperoni lovers. And we got. Oh, that's like a general like type. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like the brand is fully loaded. Okay. And it's like a thicker pizza and it has more seasonings. Like it's a little garlicky and it's very good. Well, tomorrow's our movie and a pizza night. Oh, that's nice. Like we're going to go Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) It's free on Paramount. And apparently I have paramount streaming we were trying to look so james is obsessed with finding like to this day we've never seen a house hunters that has like a car guy like somebody who needs like storage space for cars because that's like his thing and he looked up an episode and he found one and we looked it up on our Discovery Plus subscription, and it said buy. And I was like, we fucking have this. Why do we have to buy this? But I guess we only have select seasons. 
I found I had a couple, but nothing extreme. Like mostly just I need a two car garage so I can work on them. Like I've never had anything like I need a six car or anything. Yeah, need a five car garage. Never, never come across that. <laughs> it's very niche, I guess. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so are we on final thoughts iconic oh iconic scene yeah um i go between two i think what two i go between the horse scene where he there she's riding behind him after the purse i go between that and then the end when she's traveled back in that dress and he sees her. Mine is the horse scene. Okay. Although I do hate when she's riding on the back and you can hear her screaming the entire time. The music was also too much. It didn't bother me. I thought it was the right amount of cheesy. Okay. Champagne makes me burp a ton. That's very fizzy. Tons of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think it's the horse scene for me but i did put her screaming is so annoying yeah so we both kind of have the same one there yes but i feel like i have a lot of final thoughts okay start us off uh we need bart definitely needs an honorable mention because he was so freaking cute he was awesome. He was such a good boy. He was. And he held his pee for so long. I felt really bad for him, Me actually. Too. Yeah. And he, I don't know what kind of dog he was, but he was so sweet. He had that head tilt that was mm-hmm. so cute. I just, he needs an honorable mention. Yeah. He was awesome. I don't know. I don't remember how he slipped the collar when Stuart was falling down the elevator shaft, but he was there. He was a witness. He was. <laughs> um, I want to rescind the honorable mention that Meg Ryan's wardrobe may have gotten for this. It was fucking awful. Thank you. I had so many notes about that. The only thing that I liked was the dress for the rooftop dinner. Yep. And I was okay with the brown outfit for their hangout day. I wasn't. It was just, to me, it was a sweater and jeans. And I was like, it's fine. Whatever. I wasn't actively hating it like every other outfit. So... Uh, hated them i have a theory and i want to see if you're on board with this so she wore a lot of sheath kind of vests that were a little masculine and i wonder if they were supposed to look old-timey on purpose See, now that you mention that, it makes me think that she was trying to fit in more at work because you mentioned how masculine they were. So maybe she was dressing some type of way to 
not seem feminine. Yeah. Everything covered her shape. And it was always buttoned up right to the collar. And it, Weird necklines. And they that's what made it seem old-timey for me. She had that black leather vest that went over her shirt. And then she had another one that was like a brown one. And I hated that. And I was like, is it supposed to look 1876 so we can picture her back there? That was my only theory. It was besides her pajamas, which were just like a tank top oh, and pajama pants. I was like, no. How'd I you- hated all of her outfits. It was <sighs> terrible. How do you feel about the formal dress at the end? Like the big dress? I was okay with it. I um so the color wasn't my favorite, but I don't know what color it should have been because otherwise it's not going to fit in that well when she goes back in time. That was my thing too is that it did fit in when she went back in time, but like how could they have made it I don't know, something more dazzling? So, fun fact from the IMDb facts, the dress changed from when she, when she went back in time. Nothing else changed. Hugh Jackman's costume didn't change when he went forward in time. Why would hers change? Like, I guess there was some lace detailing or and something else that appeared when she went back. So... I just thought that was strange and worth noting. Very weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it. No. I thought I saw, like, maybe something flapping in the back that hadn't been there before, but I didn't really notice it either. Okay. I didn't like the, the scarf thing when she had it around her neck. I didn't care for Like I was okay with it when it was more like a shawl, but to have it wrapped around that. I mean, I think that was a two thousands thing. Yes. And I, I agree with you there too. I remember like those really thin scarves that you just had no purpose. Yep. Uh, I really liked the erection humor in the very beginning. Did you miss that? I think I did. When the guy who built the Brooklyn Bridge was like, the greatest erection in the state, the greatest erection on the continent, nay, the greatest erection on the planet, and Leave Schreiber is like cracking up at it. Oh, yeah, no, I did catch that now that you're pointing it out. Yeah, I remember being like, he's saying erection a lot. <laughs> when <laughs> Stuart falls down the elevator shaft, I was like, now he cares that he's changing the future. Now that Leopold's here might not with the elevator and Bennett, now he cares about what he did. That was my only thing. And I also thought the EMTs were really rough with him when they were putting Oh my god, ambulance. they were just fucking throwing him around. <laughs> it's like he just fell down an elevator shaft. By all, like, intents and purposes, he should be dead. Yes. <laughs> they were very rough with him. <laughs> Did you see his poorly drawn diagram of his crack in time? Like, the fabric? <laughs> like... <laughs> It was on graphing paper or graph paper. 
It looked like there was like a blanket and then there was the bridge and then there was a tiny person. It was almost like a stick figure. And then there was an arrow to signal that he jumps down (laughs) into the blanket like structure. I needed to know how he found it. What led him to that discovery? There, I needed some background. So also IMDb facts. In an early version of the screenplay, Stuart was sponsored by scientists to find it, and Kate was one of the scientists. Yikes. Yeah. So thankfully that didn't happen, but I still felt like I needed to know this. Like, why the Brooklyn Bridge? How do you discover you have to jump off of it? (laughs) Yeah. I have no idea how you get the gumption to just, I'm going to do this. (laughs) Did you see? He had goggles. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they're really (laughs) shitty goggles. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just, I loved the way that Leopold talked. And I know it's because he's from 1876, but whenever he's ranting about the toaster, and he says, when the general of electric made it. <laughs> I preferred the without the culinary arts, the harsh realities of life would be unbearable. I was like, yes, absolutely. 100, one, one hundred OP. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Um, the whole flower thing. Remember the scene where he helps Charlie? Yes. Help. Sorry. Helps Charlie (laughs) pick out flowers for Patrice. Yes. He says that lavender means danger. I like rewound it to make sure. And I was like, "Mm, I thought lavender meant calm. (laughs) Lavender meaning... Purity, silence, devotion, serenity, grace, and calmness. Yeah, fuck you, Leopold. You don't know your flowers. Lavender meaning in 1800s, though. The history of lavender. Oh, boy. That's like a 10-paragraph essay. (laughs) That's too much. (laughs) It's too much. Lavender is referred to in the Bible by the name Spikenard. That's an awesome name, but also sounds dangerous. Yeah. Mary washed Jesus' feet with it. Well, that sounds calming. Used as a remedy for the Great Plague in London in the 17th century. Sounds like a placebo effect. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I can't find something. Lavender meaning, I'm just going to say danger. It just says like it was used for medicinal purposes. Yeah. So that just like struck me as odd when he said that. And I, yeah. it, he for sure said that. Yeah, he did. Ow, son of a bee sting. What happened? I just banged my finger on my stand here. Hmm. Drunk. Uh, I hate that she paired that brown vest with a gray suit like what the fuck was that outfit yeah the stylists the costume people they they needed to have a talking Mm. to do you got any more 
I don't. Yes, I have one more. Okay. I think. No, I have two more. Do you have any more? I have exactly two more. Okay. So you go, because maybe they're the same. I was wondering if you loved all the tiny sunglasses that were in this movie. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, oh, tiny sunglasses. She's going to love it. Yep. I have been wearing my tiny sunglasses um, a lot. Yeah. Very big in this movie. Mm-hmm. Give me one of yours. I really enjoyed Charlie's method for getting into the party at the end. That was my second one. Yes. The freak out where he starts banging his head and screaming. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, it was great. Actually, I think that's my only one. So, um, I also, this is just a general observation, but I think that Lee Schreiber, like, he always seems so, like, earnest and trustworthy to me. Even when in the he, Scream movies. I haven't seen those in a long time, but yeah, I'm just like, I'll listen to you, dude. Uh, Tell me what you want. I agree. As Cotton Weary, because you know, as Gorley, as as you know, Gorley and Rust are doing the Scream franchise, and I'm probably going to go to the movie theater by myself one late morning, early afternoon to see it by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, they're doing it, so I've watched all the Screams, and he was in a little bit of the first, the second, little bit, and a little bit of the third, like a teeny bit of the third. Okay. And he's a good character. I really liked him in the second movie, but like you don't believe that he's like a violent dude. Yeah. So, Leif Schreiber, we'll follow you. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what you want to tell you. <laughs> tell us what to do. That's right. We'll do it. Because you know best. Yes. Um. Also, super shocked at how good Scream 4 was. I don't think I've ever seen seen it is it the one where she's a shut-in no that's three and that was my least favorite three was kind of a loser what's four four is her cousin she goes back to her hometown because she wrote a book and she's staying with her aunt and her cousin okay yeah i don't remember that at all so i must not have done it yeah worth a watch Okay. And then the fifth one is coming out or just coming out. Who knows what's going to happen, but they said it's somebody on the poster. That's the tagline. Somebody on the poster is the killer. Oh, well, now I got to see this. Scream 5 poster. Is it like 20 people? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Is it? Um, it's, it's close. That's awesome. Sorry. James. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's twelve people on the poster. I love that Jack Quaid is in it though. Yeah, and so's it looks like the girl from you, the younger sister from you season two. Oh yeah. Is in there. I I'm not gonna lie, I'm shocked that. Courtney Cox and David Arquette are both in it. Like, I wonder what their scenes are going to be like. I really hope it's Sydney as the killer that finally she is cracked. Mm -hmm. And that's who it is. 
Yeah. Do you see though at the bottom it says the killer is on this poster? It says Scream's fine. F- Scream Five's final poster has a killer clue about Ghostface. That's oh. what I'm looking at. No, I'm like- yeah, the killer is on the poster. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very, very curious. Hopefully, it's not a letdown, but it's just like a fun movie. I I love Scream. It's one of my favorite scary movies. I don't know why. Maybe nostalgia. That first one's so good and like, dare I say, iconic. I think you can. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich looking really hot. Oh, so hot in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like with his white t-shirt and no muscles on it. <laughs> it just worked for him. And his it stringy really hair. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Anyway. It was grunge. Yeah. What you were supposed to look like. I still find grunge attractive. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I ordered Dave Grohl's autobiography. Okay. Can't wait to Let read that. Mm-hmm. Um, ideas for next movie. Okay. So I had a couple thoughts. Great. Hugh Jackman has at least two more rom-coms. So we could do like a Hugh Jackman themed run or Meg Ryan has a bunch. I would prefer the Hugh Jackman route. Then we'll do someone like you next time. (laughs) Okay. That sounds good. (laughs) You like how I work that in there? I do. Um, the only other, oh, so we could do like Joe versus the volcano and you've got mail. Right. She's not in the money pit, is she? No, that's Shelly Long. Okay. So someone like Sleepless you. in Seattle. I've never seen that movie, so we should probably work Neither that. have I. <laughs> oh, hasn't Bernard yeah. seen it? Yes, he has. Doesn't he love it or am I misremembering? No, I think he likes it. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say love, but he definitely likes it. I can't wait to see what you think of that movie. And you've seen it? Multiple times. Okay. Great. Yep. And I can't wait to see it if it, like, lives up. Yeah. That's a hard thing with these movies. Mm-hmm. It might be really disappointing. We'll see. I would say drink this drink, but don't use the whole egg. (laughs) I would say don't drink this drink because it's it's a lot of work without a lot of return. How about that? Oh, I think it was really good with the egg white, not with the full yolk. That was that was weird of it. Like I it weirds me out. Yeah, I just didn't think it was worth it. Not worth the the amount of time you have to put in with the pouring and whatnot. Mm. So, there you go. All right. Well, until next time, rate, review, subscribe. Um, Twitter at Toasty Romcom. Nope, that's Instagram. Whatever. <laughs> Instagram at Toasty Romcom. Twitter. That's the one to go to, guys. Yeah, I've been a little slacking on it, though. 
But what are you going to do? You, it's going to be like another. I, I'm really sensing another lockdown era upon us. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- I heard. I misheard you. That's mm. why I didn't. I said something like that. No, that's okay. I, I'm going to. I'm watching. I think I told you I'm watching Deadwood. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested in that. I think Timothy Oliphant is awesome. I'm okay with him. I was really let down. Like, there was a lot of hype about Santa Clarita diet, and I didn't like it. Oh, I never tried it. I'm just basing it off of... What am I basing it off of? What was he in where I was like, oh, my God, he's the best? Um, Die Hard? That was a really good one. <laughs> Live for Sex you. in the City? No. He was gross in that movie, or in that show. Uh, yeah. The Mando. Yeah, it had to be justified. Before. Okay, justified. I never it. So good. I watched the whole series. I was like, I know there's something huge I watched that he was in, justified. And he's also BFFs with Conan O'Brien. No way. Mm-hmm. They like talk about how they go to dinner together. Like he's been on a show like probably ten, fifteen times. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, website is <laughs> sorry, got weird there for a minute. <laughs> His website is to nope. <laughs> this isn't Timothy. Ol- oh, maybe it is Timothy Oliphant's website, and I can trick you into going there. It's toasterumcoms.com. <laughs> He's a big spot <laughs> on this podcast, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, he'll be on the next episode for sure to talk about <laughs> someone like you. Um, what else do we have to offer? Email us toasteromcoms at gmail.com. We appreciate it. Let us know your thoughts on fire escapes and um, other stuff that we mentioned in this podcast. You should have been writing it down because I didn't. And I'm talking to the audience, not you, Marie. (laughs) Um, Fire escapes, The Witcher, season two, and there was something else. Doesn't matter. Fama's Bounty. Is there anything better? And creamery butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess until next time, watch up, drink up, and cheers. cheers.